you know, if you're if you're a visionary, if you're the owner of your company, you have all these ideas and all these great things you want to do, and you're maybe all over the place chasing squirrels. And this helps kind of narrow you in and keep you focused. So you're organizing your ideas and you build it out 10 years and then you work it backwards. So that way it's down all the way into 90 day chunks. So it's actually obtainable. It doesn't look like this big, huge, lofty goal. This will help a firm grow because really for a public adjusting firm, in my opinion, if we're charging a 10% fee on our claims, it's not enough meat on the bone to grow a big business. You have to be so mindful of your operating costs and your expenses. And so EOS will really help you stay laser focused on those things. That way you can still grow and make money. Claims Game Podcast with Vince Perry. Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry. Okay, okay, okay. We are here with a very special guest, someone that I would consider a friend that we've known each other for a few, I'd say three or four years now uh, in the insurance claims and public adjusting uh, industry. We are here with the amazing, intelligent, beautiful Jackie Ware. Jackie, welcome. Thank you. Jackie is an EOS implementer, and I am very excited about this, Jackie, because I am an EOS person. I have been doing EOS for my company for a while. And I was really mad because I got this bookshelf behind me now, but I yeah. read, I read physical books and I also read virtual books and I never got a physical copy. So we're going to have to like put traction here. Oh, there you go. I'll give you a, I'll give you a copy when we're in Miami. Just because you know why I actually haven't bought, I mean, I should buy the physical just because I opened this thing so much, at least, at least every quarter. I open it to just sort of like catch up. It's like, okay, how am I going to run my my state of the company meeting? How am I going to run my leadership meeting? How am I going to set this thing up? Because I kind of like always forget. So I have to go in and have to just sort of read it again to see exactly how I have to do it. Yeah. Well, I refer back to my book often too. And everybody needs an actual hard copy because there's tons of little things that you can do and write down and like you can take, you know, all the little quizzes and stuff like that. So it's actually handy to have both. So I'm really excited about having you, Jackie. First of all, thank you so much for coming on with me here. And thank you so much for taking the time to speak to the audience uh, at the breakout sessions at Advocates United on November 16th. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. I think it's really, really huge for anybody running a business, for anybody running a PA firm, construction firm, any company at all. Frankly, even if you're just like a one man show to just keep you on track with your goals and stuff. I mean, the entrepreneurial operating system to me is the way to go if you're running a business. Absolutely. It absolutely is. And it can work. It works for any business in any industry. And I have clients that have no staff yet that are just literally a one man show, but they know they want to grow. So we're jumping in and we're going to move really, really quickly to get them a leadership team in place so that they can fully start seeing the results of EOS, but you can definitely start it from day one. Um, it's just a system of, and principles that you use um, that are going to help you stay effective and on track. So in any company that wants to grow can utilize EOS. So so I know uh, I, I'm part of Strategic Coach. I was just telling you off the air. Uh, we've got a couple EOS implementers in there uh, and, and everybody 
every I'm, I'm in a room of probably like 40 entrepreneurs all in different industries and i would say out of the 40 people at least half of the people use eos yeah yeah it's huge and it's great because it plugs into any into any business it, it doesn't matter what your industry is so that's one thing that's really awesome about it i've i've been working to branch out of our industry which is new territory for me but you know, I think every roofing company and PA firm and law firm in our space needs it uh, until they get on board, though. I have to, you know, I want every I want other people to have the access to it, too. So I want you to get into exactly what EOS is and how it could help a company. But before we do that, could you give me like uh, five minutes on on sort of your journey here towards becoming an EOS implementer? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in we uh, ran Paradise Claims. So I'm sure everybody's probably familiar with that. We run Paradise Claims. And in 2020, we had experienced massive growth when we went to Louisiana. And, um, tech, you know, in most cases, that should be a really good thing that happens to your company. You explode in sales and here it comes, you know, you're making all the money. But we didn't have what we didn't know what we didn't know at that time. And so it was extremely difficult for us. And so we came home in December and it was actually you, Vince, that introduced us to Eric Wang. Um, and he he really jumped in and helped me and TJ at that point in time. And so he introduced us to personality assessments and he also introduced us to EOS. And so after learning more about ourselves and our positions within our company, uh, we realized that we were both kind of operating outside of our strengths. And um, and then EOS was the framework that we were missing that we didn't know that we needed. It kept everything organized and in an order um, and we were able to capitalize on growth without falling apart and, and becoming a mess. So we implemented EOS. Um, and then I really enjoy doing the personality assessments. It's very strategic. I like moving the people. It's like a big puzzle and you want it to be perfect and you want it to look right. And so everyone has their space and everyone's different. So I really enjoyed that. So I got certified as a Gallup Street Finder coach. I went through all of their trainings. Um, I also heavily invested in culture index and I was finding when I was helping companies uh, restructure their people, I would then refer them out to EOS because they needed that. And I was familiar with it. So I looked at the, you know, I looked at what I was doing. I looked at EOS and I thought, you know, I just need to become an implementer and just offer a whole service to everybody. And so that's what I did. I got certified in June and I've just been out here going since. Awesome. Awesome. We self-implement. But honestly, yeah, having someone come in, uh, it's something that I've strongly considered for our firm as well. And I would consider it for everybody else. What do you think, what are, I, I mean, I don't know, I guess you probably would know this. What is like, what is the most important thing about EOS? What is it? What, tell me about EOS. Like what, what is it that's so unique and important to have uh, something like EOS in your company? So EOS is essentially your framework or your operating system. And um, what it does is it helps hold the visionary accountable. We work the visionary out of the day to day of the operations. And, you know, if you're if you're a visionary, if you're the owner of your company, you have all these ideas and all these great things you want to do. And you're maybe all over the place chasing squirrels. And this helps kind of narrow you in and keep you focused. We get staff in place that take your ideas and actually implement them and make them come to fruition. And we want everybody in your organization to know what the vision, what the goal is for the company and how are we going to get there? How are you going to accomplish that? 
Strong recommendation is definitely, if you are listening to this so that you understand the difference, and I want you to get into it, but so that you understand the difference between the visionary and the integrator role, you must read Rocket Fuel. But if we can't read it right now, what is the difference, Jackie, the visionary and the integrator? So the visionary is the big ideas, the big relationships, the driver of the organization, and the integrator is the doer. They take those ideas and they make them into practical practices that everyone's operating on. I laughed because when I first read about that concept, I was like, well, everybody wants to be the visionary. Who wants to be the integrator? <laughs> but since you and I are kind of a little bit from the same background of the personality part of it, there's just some people that cannot be a visionary and there's just some people that can't be an integrator, period. I've, I've learned that there are people who enjoy the details and like spreadsheets and tasks and it blows my mind. It blows my mind, but they love it. And that's what they want. They want a checklist. They want to work through all those things. And like, they see their work product in a different way than what you or I would see our work product. Yeah. And I always was like, uh, I was like, why would, how would I be able, like the, the concept is just so amazing because wait a minute, I could find somebody to do all the shit that I don't like. And I can just dream like that's an actual reality. It is. It is a reality. That's what EOS does. It lets you sit in that seat and just dream up all the things of what your company can be. And then you have people in place that just want to make that happen. They want to see it come to fruition. I become so I found an integrator. Like Did I you? am so lucky. And it's a friend of mine from sixth grade. And oh we were talking about some stuff and he's just got a he's got a major like finance background, operations background, working for multi billion dollar companies and he's come on board uh and it's just like oof, it's a game literally literally takes all of your crazy ideas and he always says he's like hold on i need to process he'll process <laughs> it and he'll just be like that could work this could work that could work that can't work that's a stupid idea vince shut the hell up we're not going to do that right. like stuff like it's amazing yes. it's the coolest thing in the world yes i've told a bunch of visionaries you need to get a journal and you need to write all your ideas down in the journal and like think on them for a little bit because it it literally like springs to your head and you're like, oh, that's what we need to do. Oh, we should do this. And your organization is just working to try to keep up with you in every different direction you're going. And so and not all ideas are good ideas, which is hard for some people to hear, but not all ideas are good ideas. And some of them need to go on the shelf and you may never touch those again. And you need somebody that you trust and that you respect that can filter through those ideas for you. Yeah, I have I have what I tell my team diarrhea of like the mind. I just like, and, and the thing is, is that like Eric taught me, he's like, you need to tell everybody that you're a verbal processor. If not, what they do is they take all your ideas and run with it. And okay, it's just like, I, <laughs> I struggle with this all the time because I think out loud and I talk yeah. it out loud and I'll be saying it. And somebody's like, that's a terrible idea. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> done yet. Like I'm still working through it. No, worse for me is they'll they'll actually like try to do it. Like do it? I'll just throw an idea and be like, okay, let's try this. And then what happens is a couple of days later, I might go some other direction and you can't have that. Yeah. First question is how, and, and actually it brings me to a good point, but how does one find an integrator? Because I feel like that's a pretty tough role to find. I feel like it's easier to find a visionary. You got those daydreamers. Everybody's got big ideas and stuff like that. But how does one go about finding an integrator? Because it's a game changer. Yeah. So finding an integrator is actually really hard. Um, if you use the terminology, certain keywords, uh, people who are familiar with EOS will respond. They're knowing what to look for. Um, also, there's I have connections with several 
uh, recruiting companies that specifically recruit for EOS companies. And so they know what an integrator is and what that integrator needs to be and how to match them with your visionary because all the visionaries are different as well. And so that's one avenue. Um, I can link people up with those. And then there's several like social media groups, like on LinkedIn, there's a bunch of visionary integrator groups. So you can put your put yourself out there and tell them what you're looking for. And then you'll have people start responding that way. But integrators are really hard to find. So for those of you that don't know, integrators, I'm going to I'm just going to compare it to sort of like a COO type role in a way. Um, Also, it could be very costly to find somebody of that expertise. Uh, tell me about what a term that I've been, uh, I've been hearing lately, a fractional integrator. Yep. Yep. Tell yep. Me about so you that. Can have a fractional, yep. If you don't have, if you're not large enough yet to have a need or to have the financial ability to pay someone a large salary for a full-time position, um, you can, you can hire fractional, uh, fractional integrators. And so there's several companies that offer those as well. Um, and so I can link people up for that as well. So um, this is news. I have a fractional integrator. My integrator okay. works part time. Yeah. And so they just do. I mean, they kind of schedule you out a few days a week. They're available to you on these certain days. They do these certain tasks and they're organized people so they can manage their different workloads. Uh, whereas, you know, I would make a mess out of it. So please educate me on how EOS can take a daydreamer, can take a verbal process, diarrhea of the mind ideas and actually take it to keep you organized and keep you focused and keep you on track. So EOS breaks your company up into six components. You start with your vision. So this is where the visionary really gets to throw everything out there on the table and you build out your marketing plan all the way out. You build out your plan. They call it the vision vision traction organizer. So you're organizing your ideas and you build it out 10 years and then you work it backwards. So that way it's down all the way into 90 day chunks So it's actually obtainable. It doesn't look like this big, huge, lofty goal. But as you work through and get closer to that, you're going to realize you're getting much closer to that goal. And then you you have your people in place that are going to help do the ideas that you have. You're going to record your data. You're going to have your processes that you're recording. Um, We're going to deal with your issues. So EOS uses a term called IDS. We're going to identify, discuss, and solve all of the issues that are coming up as you're implementing things. And we just keep a ongoing issues list. And every meeting that we have, we're going to start solving those things and giving them to someone to have accountability over. And then they go away. Um, and then you come to your traction. I don't know if that was all six. There might have been, I might have missed one. But anyway, so then you get your traction. So this is when you actually see your vision starting to take place. Mm, and that's a nice feeling. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because you know it can happen. How often do you go into, if you're, if you're hired, once you're hired as an implementer, how often do you go into a company and like, how does that, how does that process work? Yeah. So I, um, once I'm hired, I meet with a company on average five times in a year. Um, So we'll do the first three sessions we do, we call focus day, vision day one and vision day two. Those are every 30 days for the first 90 days. So once a month I'll meet with you, this is when I'm giving you all the tools, all the resources, and we're actually working to implement into your company. Once you get the first three days, the first three sessions under your belt, then we move to quarterly meetings. So I would only meet with you once a quarter at that point. Um, Hopefully by then you've kind of got the hang of it. You're able to spend a little longer periods of time in your company without having issues and problems that we need to address. And then we also do a two-day annual planning session. 
And so that's where we sit down for two solid days and like plan out your whole year. What is this going to look like? What are we, what are our goals? How are we going to get there? Um, and so I work through all of that with you as well. Keeping then, people in check. Yeah. Yeah. And helping everyone like facilitating conversations that lead you to the answers that you need without me. I don't sit there and tell you what to do. You have to figure out like we work together to come up with a plan that you like as the owner that you're happy with. Well, and I think an, uh, another advantage that I think you bring to this is obviously your expertise and your knowledge on Culture Index and Strike Finder. Yeah. So you yeah, understand all the different personalities and stuff. Yeah. And I, so I like to be able to survey everyone existing when I start. And then I, I want to know what the visionary is, the owner. I want to know what type of visionary he is, because then I feel like I can better match an integrator to that person based on how they tick. What do you mean? What type of visionary? So culture index is the one that I prefer and it breaks it down into 19 different personality types. And I think there's five different types of visionaries. And so, um, so it's just going to depend on what you're working with versus, you know, what you need. So is a philosopher, one of them, a philosopher is one of them. We are philosopher buddies. You and I are philosopher yeah. buddies. Yes, we are. There's a lot of philosophers in our industry, which is so interesting to me. Really? I didn't know Matt, that. Matt I don't meet many. Matt Mulholland's a philosopher. Oh. Um, Galen Hare's a philosopher. We're the best. Mad at me for telling. We're the best. No, philosophers are the best. Yes, we're strategic. Even though TJ hates us. Good at strategy, huh? Even though TJ hates philosophers. I know. Well, we need <laughs> trailblazers, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, got, I got a trailblazer that just came on, and I'm just like, listen, buddy. All right? <laughs> just stay focused. Calm down. <laughs> stay focused, because I know today you're all in, and tomorrow you're going to be doing something else. So stay focused. Yep. yep. Um. So that's awesome. Are you excited about this? Are you you had to be pretty excited about this. This is pretty. This is pretty cool opportunity for you. I am super excited. I really enjoy this. And so that's fun to get to do something that I enjoy. I mean, this is something that I've really liked. So it's easy to dive in and learn everything when you like it. So I know you're getting into other industries and you're going to be doing other things as well, but you're coming to our event and it's going to be majority public adjusters. So how do you feel that this could be very beneficial for a public adjusting firm? Well, I think all the public adjusting firms need to run on a system. Uh, we implemented EOS into Paradise Claims, and it changed completely. I know several other larger public adjusting firms also run on EOS. Um, and this will help a firm grow because really for a public adjusting firm, in my opinion, if we're charging a 10% fee on our claims, it's not enough meat on the bone to grow a big business. You have to be so mindful of your operating costs and your expenses. And so EOS will really help you stay laser focused on those things. That way you can still grow and make money. What do you think is your, what's your favorite part of EOS of the, of the six different pillars that you mentioned, or was it nine? Sorry. Six, six. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's your favorite part? The people component is my favorite because okay. I like the people. I like the assessments. I like understanding people. Um, I like seeing people be in their position where they're using their strengths. So they're happy. They like what they do. They're good at what they do. The organization is happy with them because they're contributing in a positive way. Um, and it like it's like a puzzle. It's like a jigsaw puzzle to me. So I enjoy that part. That's my favorite component. 
You're going to probably be surprised, but I think my favorite part is the state of the company meeting. Oh, yeah? It's quick. It's only an hour, but it really brings everything. It brings everybody back to like, it brings everybody back on track. Yes. Right? Yes. Get everybody. Everybody, everybody at the end of that meeting, it's the weirdest thing. At least half of the employees come to me and they're just like, man, I'm pumped. Man, yeah. I love this meeting. Man, that was great. Man, I'm excited for the future. Like, I don't, I, I just find it, we've done it. We've done it every quarter for probably about a year and a half. So call it like six of them. And they've only gotten better. And people are more and more excited about them. So after you're running, though, on 90 days alone, people get off track. They forget what the focus is. They, they're they not referring back to the vision traction organizer on a regular basis. You know, maybe you have things that derail you or new ideas that come up. So getting everybody reset and refocused every 90 days is amazing. It, it, it really brings it all back together and gets you moving in the right direction again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a good way to get bring everybody back. Um, I think it's just important. I mean, I think I, I was a tennis coach for 15 years. And obviously, if you're going to learn how to play the sport of tennis and get good at the sport of tennis, you need to have a coach. And it took me a while to realize this, but same thing goes for business. You know, you already know I've got Eric Wang as my coach. I go to strategic coach. Uh, I'm bouncing ideas off of you all the time. So it's like having having people to help guide you through the complex life of running a business uh, it's, it's, it's tough. You need some guidance. You need somebody to bounce ideas off. You need somebody to help guide you. You need help somebody to help just like move you in the right direction because it's tough. Sometimes you just feel like you're all alone. Yeah, definitely. You do. It's so nice when you get around other business owners and you complain about your problems and they like have the same problem. You're like, Oh my gosh, I'm not alone in this. That's so yeah. nice. The idea of a mastermind is a, it's like a real thing, you know, putting yes. yourself in a room around other people who either have the same problems or, or who have already had those problems. It's yes. like, it's a game changer. Yes. So in EOS, for my implementer meetings, what we do, um, they only want you sharing from experience. So they call it experience shares. And so people run into issues and problems all the time and with different companies that are their clients. And so you can post, put your issue out there and then you have implementers that have been doing this for 10 or 15 or 20 plus years. I mean, they've been doing this for a really long time. Some of the original people in the EOS program and they're giving you their experience share. They're they're helping you with what they've already been through and done, you know, and so it's it's really valuable to have that access to that. Yeah. Big time. Wait, so you're talking about the people who are actually, are you talking about the implementers or yeah. the companies, the implementers? Implementers. Yeah. So I, I have meetings every week with all of the EOS implementers. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's nice. It's good to get to, it's the same concept as the mastermind though, you know, because everybody's throwing out their problems and people are helping either they're having the same problem or they've been through it and they give you ideas on how to solve it. What's a common problem you think most businesses have? People. Mm -hmm. Hiring is finding the right people. And what do you think would be your best advice right now to just a company that's struggling with that? Uh, I would utilize the personality assessments. I think that helps you, whether it's the ones that I use or someone, anything else. I just think it helps narrow down that that hiring pool. And then you, so what I like to do when I'm hiring, used to, you don't want a thousand applicants because you have to interview all of them and you have to comb through all of their resumes and all of their stuff. Now I do want a thousand applicants because I'm going to filter them through a personality assessment. 
Um, and then I'm only going to interview the ones that are perfect for my position. So I still only interview 10 people and pick out of those 10, but these are going to be the 10 most absolute qualified people for that position. And so I think people finding the right people and then keeping people. And so that comes down to culture, which there's a lot of people in our industry that help you with your culture as well. A good culture is going to make it or break it. I mean, your people won't stay if they're not happy there. What is a good culture? It look I it, it looks different in every company, but people have to want to work there. They have to want to stay. I've had to. I've uh, I've I've gone on like a uh, uh, John Maxwell like deep dive. Like he's got so many books on leadership, and they all kind of boil down to the same thing, which is a good leader has to have the ability to influence, but ultimately a good leader it's almost like you're in service. So although you are leading, although you are in charge, and although people are kind of doing what you're telling them to do, you're kind of, everybody has to be completely aware that you're kind of also just there for them. And anything yeah. that you can do to help them be better is also, you know, very important. So one of the things too, that we find about the visionaries is they're kind of all over the place. Maybe they're a little bit emotional, hard to deal with. Um, I've seen that a lot. And so having a good integrator and a good leadership team is the buffer for your lower level employees. That way, you know, if you're if your visionary walks in today and he's having a bad day, that can change the tone of the company. People get concerned with that. They don't like change. Most people don't like change. They're not adaptable. They want that consistency. They want that stability. Visionaries tend to upset that. They're not generally stable or consistent people. And so having a leadership team in place helps buffer that from from your other employees. Jack, have you tried Colby? I did take the Colby. Yes, I a, go ahead. What, what are you? No, I haven't you, dove into it. Like no? your next, so. So I'm getting into it a little bit more. Uh, Eric's big into it now. He's yes, like he yes. likes the Colby a lot. Um, I realize that I am obviously a high quick start. Me too. I'm a nine. What are you? I'm an eight quick start. <gasps> What is your follow through? Two, I think. That's not good. <laughs> I think I have to look. Let me pull it up. Actually, I don't want to lie. Which What's is great, point? which is fine, though, because I'm a, I'm a four follow through, which is not bad. But obviously, I need to surround myself with people who have high follow through, especially yes. I would actually my integrator has not taken the Kobe. I'd like to know what his follow through is yes, and what his it? quick start is. But I'm you know what drives me crazy is high fact finders. Ah. Uh. Gosh, I can't handle it. When I was so they do the Colby and EOS. And when I was in my boot camp, um, several of them were the high fact finders. And they just want to sit there and ask all the questions. I think I am a two. All right. My fact finder is four. My follow through is two. My quick start is nine. And my implementer is four. Yeah. So my follow through is two. So I don't know. I, I didn't mean to say that's like a bad thing. It doesn't matter. No, it is it's a just, bad thing. I need an integrator. I you need, need somebody with high follow through. I'm a half person, so I need a second half to make me functional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 rough. And when two high quick starts are working, it's a disaster. Right, right. Well, I think yeah. EOS says too, you should never have two visionaries, right? Like that never yeah. works. That's a big no-no, right? Yeah, you can't, and you can't share the visionary seat. TJ and I tried that um, at Paradise Claims and that doesn't work because two visionaries are different. And we were, we're both different types of visionaries. So as long as we're on the same page and we agree, it's great. But when we disagree, what what do you what do you do with that? So yeah, it is work disaster. Yeah. 
I'm all about the assessments. I think they're very important. I think yes. more companies should be implementing them. And I mean, I know you and I prefer culture index. Uh, I like Colby now. I know a lot of people like the disc assessment. Okay. I don't really know mm -hmm. anything about that, but I know a lot of people like that. I think if, as long as you're using something, uh, mm -hmm. I've got the coolest chart uh, and I would show it, but I don't want people to see like my employees and stuff like that. But I have a whole Excel spreadsheet of every employee, all their culture index results, all their CCAT results, all of yep. their strength finder results. And I've got the sprinkled in Colby results as well. Yes. yes I go to that thing at least three times a week. So I have those spreadsheets. I run those for all the companies that I've helped nice. structure. And then I have a spreadsheet that looks like that of like probably almost a thousand people in our industry that I've surveyed. Whoa. In our industry? In our industry. Oh my God. I would pay you money for that list. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And you see all of these people and you're like, okay, that makes total sense now. I, 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 I got it. I am finding a trend in craftsmen being okay. good desk adjusters. Okay. I can I see am, that. Yes. I am finding a trend in architects is probably my favorite. Uh, they are good leaders in my organization. They're like hostile, this? though. They they're call hostile. them the hostile chart. Really? The architect and the tech expert, they're the hostile charts. The tech expert is my is my integrator, and I he drives me crazy. Expert. But he drives That's me crazy sometimes. Me too. He, Kevin, if you're listening, you already know. The legend in his own mind. It drives me nuts sometimes. He's always yes. right. Always right. They already know better. Why are you even talking about it? Just do it my way and be quiet. <laughs> Luckily, though, I don't know if it's a philosopher trait or if it's just like a me thing. Like I am I'm a very self-aware person and like I know what I'm good at. And then I know the things that I'm not good at. And a lot of times I'm OK with just being OK, we'll do what you want. It's fine. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, so like my assistant was a tech expert and she drove me insane because she's like, would come to me 40 times in a day. Like you need to send this email. Like you have to draft this email and send it. What parts of this can I do for you that will help us get this email out today? Cause it's like ticking on her checklist and she can't handle it. And I'm like, girl, you are driving me insane, but to shut you up, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to type this email real quick, like just to get you off my back. And I'm not mad at her because I know I need that because I would have not sent the email for an extra week if I didn't have her doing that. So you have to kind of learn that relationship and and work through it delicately so that you're not offended at them and they're not offended at you. You have to understand each other's personalities for it to really work. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He's smarter than I am anyway. So it's like all <laughs> operational stuff like that. I'm like, it's okay. We'll go with that. And I'm not afraid to take risks. So it's like, whatever. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We'll just try something different. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. And uh, and my best, I would say my best uh, assistant administrator, she's a specialist. Yes. Uh, but the best thing we ever did, she used to be my direct assistant. She's super high fact finder too. We used to drive each other crazy, like drive each other crazy. But I knew she's like an A player, uh, but I would drive her crazy because I'm just a freaking dreamer. And I'm like squirrel, like you say, like, yeah, right? right. And she's just like, no, like we need to get this done. And uh, I put her with someone else now and it's like, it's a match made in heaven. Like she doesn't have to deal with me anymore and I don't have to deal so, with her. So it's like, perfect. <laughs> so that's what I meant when I was saying, I like to know what the different visionaries are because every different type of visionary works better with a different type of integrator. So it's, yeah. it's good to know. You have to know. I don't know how you can't, you're just guessing. 
So I feel like we might have just gone off on track on our own little conversation that probably half the audience didn't understand what we were talking about. If you want to know more, definitely you want to have a conversation with Jackie. Jackie knows everything there is to know about these personality assessments, about EOS, about making sure that you are on track to being successful, both personally and really professionally when you really think about it, because it helps with your personal life as well. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So Jackie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Ben. You've got a lot of valuable information that I'm excited for you to be sharing. Uh, you will be doing a breakout session, 10x scaling mindset, I think is what we're calling it. So I think you have a lot of information you can share with the audience on how they could actually really scale their public adjusting firms and their companies. So I'm really excited to have you. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited to be there. All right, Jackie. So I'll see you in a few days. Thanks again. And uh, all right, call me if you need me. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.